0: Can tell us we're crazy, and we can say, Well, you haven't seen anything yet. I do everything you know, cause a goddamn night, Put you up and explode like it's the fourth of tonight. Possessed by perfection, in this land, if you're awake, you're the enemy. So Tom, open your eyes and the Empire fall! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Today, we're going to answer some questions. Lots of fun, I know. Um, We have had the the texting device set up so that you could text in. What was the number for that again? 647-338-1265. Feel free to send your text messages. Uh, to ask any questions you wanted to ask to us or anything that you wanted us to discuss on the show or any topics that you thought that we should bring up or anything that we should go over in more detail. Um, It's been a pretty fun couple of weeks Uh, for me up here. I am still in uh, the nation's capital, Ottawa, and it's been nice to connect with people, with places, with things. Uh, things that I haven't seen in forever. I mean, when we really look at it, this this whole COVID narrative uh, pulled a lot of time out of our minds. When we think about things that were like, oh man, that was you know eight months ago, but it was like two years and eight months ago. It 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 wreaks havoc. It plays tricks on us all. Um, so it is nice to get up here. It is nice to see old friends. It is nice to see people that that you, that I haven't seen in years, and it, it blows me away that it's been years, but. You know, one thing led to another in all of life and changes are made, you know, and then COVID struck and that took another two years out. So, you know, some people I haven't seen in four years and that's pretty crazy to me. Uh, And some of you people are uh, super important to me. Uh, So it's been nice. It's been really nice to everybody that I've seen so far up here. Uh, Fantastic. Thank you for sharing your time with me and, and thank you for getting together. Now, the funny thing about that is I've said this a thousand times to anybody getting started and to anybody doing their own thing. It is impossible to be a preacher in your own backyard. You can't help a lot of people that you grew up with or that knew you from you know, your past life. And when I say your past life, every single person that has the desire to speak or to change or to, I don't know, help other people see certain things, they've all come from from crazy places. Like my past isn't the most clean. Um, and every single quote-unquote light worker or motivational speaker or anything like that that I've known that's truly in a transformational period in their life and in their message is living through it. So there isn't one person that's that's currently that I know, and I know a lot of them, that are making great change and pushing great positivity out into the universe that didn't come from darkness, that didn't literally come from something that either they created or that was done to them or what have you, but you know the way you look at life, the way you perceive life, the way you see what's going on, you, you understand that whether it happened to you or it happened because of you, if you trail it back long enough, you can you can put yourself right into the thick of it and you can say to yourself, this is my reason, this is my lesson, this is my learning, this is why I'm here. Um, so yeah, every single light worker, every single motivational speaker that I know and every single push, person pushing positivity right now has come from hell. And we still have our friends from when we were living through hell. And those are the people that aren't necessarily going to listen to your message. It's the new people, which is why anyone that's getting started or has the desire to speak would say to themselves, who's going to listen to me? Because all you're really thinking of is your circle of friends, your sphere of influence at the moment that you get started. However, the more you progress, the more you realize that you're talking to people that don't know who you are and that have never met you. And these are the people that are going to change the game for you because they're the ones that are going to give you the energy to keep going. It sounds weird, but it's true. Your audience you haven't met yet. Your desire to speak came from the people that you know and came from your circumstance. You take your desire to speak and you bring it to your audience. So to everyone I just thanked, there's a high likelihood that none of you are listening to the show, (laughs) which is A-OK with me. Um, unlike I said last episode, we started ranking in Canada. I didn't even know we had a Canadian audience. To be honest, I didn't I, I looked at the stats, we never ranked. Uh we never even showed up. And now we're in the top 100 for whatever that's worth in Canada. <laughs> it's a start anyhow. Um so, jumping into today's episode. Um again, the the number is uh 647-338-1265 if you want to send a text, if you want to ask a question, if you want to have your opinion heard. Um we're good at it and we're getting better at it. I'm going to admit that it wasn't the greatest system in the first little while. Uh, we had a lot of uh, snafus. We're also working towards getting a a Discord up properly so that we can do live action interactive podcasts. Um, to people that know that we're going to podcast and when we're going to podcast and when we're going to be in the group, you get to be a part of it. And I think that's going to be a lot of fun, too. So to get to a few questions, um, we had uh, somebody wrote in. Um, and they left, they didn't leave their name. And I ask that you do leave your name when you when you write in, because I, I want to be able to give you credit, or at least get, you know, your first name out there so you know that we're talking to you. Um, this person asked, How do I get over an X? And you know, I like that question because we often think to ourselves, uh, this person broke up with me because of this, that, and the other thing. And you know, you think about you start thinking about specifics without truly addressing kind of who you were. Um, or, you know, wanting to point the finger at all this sort of stuff. But at the end of the day, when you think about your exes, uh, and it's always a hard one for sure to to sort of wrap your head around, but we are meant to have experiences. We aren't meant to permanently be with anyone until we are meant to permanently be with someone. As in, all of your experiences happened exactly how they needed to happen to create the person that you're going to become and to create the person that you're, you currently are. And... When we have situations with our exes or somebody that that we thought we were going to be with for the longest time, and we end up breaking up with them or things go you know separate ways, typically what that is, and 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 this is just me speaking from from my personal experience. I you know I uh, I'm not telling you how to live your lives. I'm just answering a question. I found that it was me. So whenever my exes and whenever I broke up or whenever you know the these situations ended. It was always me, um, and I haven't dated since I sort of gone I've, since I've gone through my transformational period. I, I removed myself from a lot of things to to reassess, and so this is literally like I was talking about earlier—a four-year period, which was initially two years, you know, and then COVID took another two years and just changed the game. Um, so having the, that opportunity and that extra time to reflect on on everything, I realized that all of my relationships obviously didn't work because I mean, you only really need one that sticks, right? Um, all of the relationships that I had didn't work um, because I, at the time, was trying to impress myself, be something that I wasn't. I was unsure of who I was. Um, And two things were happening. I was attracting the similar energy. So I was attracting somebody who was unsure of who she was. uh, And I was peacocking. Therefore, they would have been as well because who you look for externally is a mirror of how you feel about yourself internally. So long-winded but how do you get over an ex Two part you realize that she was there or he was there to teach you what you needed to know about yourself to show you your triggers to show you the things that you can get over um, and to show you the things that will still fire you up and once you address those things it sort of changes it also leads to more self-love and when you are in love with yourself um, your choice in people change and remember this too even if you want to dismiss all of what i just said the person that's right for you isn't going to isn't going to give you a hard time, isn't going to bust your balls, isn't going to isn't going to make you second guess yourself, isn't going to make you try to pretend to be somebody that you're not. The person that's right for you, the person that's meant for you, the person that you two are you are supposed to find each other is an additional piece to your already amazing repertoire. It isn't something you have to fight for in a false sense. So any relationship right now that 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 you're constantly Pretending to be something, and the person's not giving you the kind and common decency of replying to a text in a timely manner, showing you respect, being courteous. Um, these are things that you, you, you know, for the most part, people are already fighting a dead battle, and they already know it. They just don't want to admit it to themselves because of what their ego is telling them. So, how do you get over an ex? Understand that they were never meant to be in the first place. Understand that what you were supposed to take from them was the lesson from either the breakup or who you became because of it. Uh, and just love yourself a little bit more and know that the more that you love yourself, the better your next selection will be when it comes to finding a partner that you're trying to spend some time with. Uh, I hope that helps. Uh, now the next question, or actually this is just more of a statement. It says, thank you for all the entertaining content. Um, you're welcome. Uh I love doing this. I'm very happy to be doing this. Uh it 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 allows me to create um a, I guess a better or different version of myself through speaking and progressing. Uh it was once told to me that, you know, once you fill your cup up, it's almost like you can't put any more in. But the truth is, once you pour it out, you know, you can put more in. So my pouring out is allowing me to create new um, and when you pour it into great things, you know you have the memory of it. So everything I know, think, feel, say, and do, if I pour into the podcast, the podcast exists. it's in the ethos. I can go back years and listen to what I was thinking and saying uh, and allows me to work through things. The podcast is cathartic. If you're interested in starting a podcast, it's absolutely cathartic to get out there and to send your message and to create what you need to create um, for who you are. It, it's your it's your it's your piece. it's it's great. Uh, another thing too on that note, I don't normally ask for this stuff, uh, but I will right now since this has come up. If you guys are on iTunes, uh, we don't have very many reviews or we don't even really have that many likes. I've never asked for it. I've never um, done that sort of thing, but you know, I'll take this opportunity right now. If you guys do have an iTunes, head over and, and throw us a five-star, four-star, three-star review, whatever you think we are. Um, maybe leave a comment or two. Uh, I would appreciate that. <laughs> I don't know how to ask for that, so that's, I guess, the best I can do with that. Head over to iTunes and uh, leave a review or in some stars if you haven't. Hopefully that helps other people find us um, that may need to hear this message. Um, word of mouth is also good too. Share with your friends. Let's see here. Um, what are your favorite cryptos? This is a fun one for me. I absolutely love cryptocurrency. I love the idea of this. And you'll hear a lot of people, not not fans of this show, but you'll hear a lot of people Poo pooing cryptocurrency. Um, You'll hear me saying poo pooing because that's a fun word and a fun thing to say. But it's all investments, right? People are saying things like the market's too small, anything can be uh, manipulated. Um, You know, there's whales that control the whole thing, the rug can be pulled at any time. And the funny thing to me is that's all very true, right? But somewhere, somehow, people don't understand or realize that that is the stock market as well. Prime example, we had that, um, uh, was it Reddit? Reddit did some sort of group and they were manipulating stocks. I didn't really get too involved in it because I'm not much of a flash in the pan guy, but I know some people that made a killing off of that. And I also know companies like Robinhood stopped it, right? And the truth of the matter is the stock market is run by trust funds, hedge funds, all this sort of stuff where people are collecting their money and pooling and moving collectively. But when you put it in the hands of Redditors... As it's been delivered to us, they stopped it. So if you think that the stock, uh, the crypto sphere is too small uh, and that anything can be manipulated, and you don't think that that's the exact same thing for uh, fiat currency in in the general stock market, it's just on a much larger scale. And the truth of the matter is, with regards to cryptocurrency and with regards to all that, in the future, It's not going to be cash. They're already moving towards cashless society. Another thing that they did as well was they took us off the gold standard. So when they switched us from gold standard, which was the gold back dollar, which was the dollar had value based on gold in some sort of reserve, which was a creation of value. And they switched us to the fiat system and they didn't tell anyone. The only thing that makes any money worth anything is that the buyer and seller both agree that that money is worth what it's been deemed to be worth. So all of money, in essence, is an illusion. Now, in the future, again, currency is going to be gone. My bots are going to talk to your bots and things are going to get done. That's just the way it is. That's the only way that they're headed. So, cryptocurrency right now, as it stands with all of its iterations, isn't the future. It's the gateway to the future. Um, so you have to look at sort of what the future's doing, and that's where you want to put your money. A lot of people put a lot of money into AI and AI products. Um, the new, the next big one is the metaverse. Facebook just came out with Meta, but it's been in the ethos and the ends of of, of of everything that we've been doing for years. Ready Player One is a prime example. And the idea, too, that they want people to, you know, do nothing. <laughs> like, remember Wally? Yeah, that thing. Or uh, Idiocracy from, like, way back in the day. Two movies that are, like, priceless when it comes to that sort of stuff. So if you're going to do nothing and sit around um, and just plug into the metaverse and just be a superstar inside a video game, you know, that's kind of like Inception 101 for sure. Because that's also high likelihood of where we are. We're in some video game right now. We're in some other person's metaverse. Anyway, um, (laughs) I digress. There's so much that goes into crypto. Like That's a whole episode for sure. I I love it. I love the conspiracy behind it. And I love sort of how the world is looking towards it. It's no longer a conspiracy in my mind. This is the reality. and This is where we're headed. Um, But, um, and this is not financial advice. Do not take this as financial advice. This is just simply my observation. Um, The coin right now, if I'm going to give you one coin to look at and to pay attention to, uh, it's crypto.com. The coin is Crow. Uh, All these people have all these platforms in place where Crow is actually uh, a solid backing coin uh, that creates a fundamental amount of financial freedom uh, and financial stability without having to figure out too much of the white paper and too much of what's going on. If you're brand new, uh, you'll like Crow because another thing too is you can stake and there's a lot of stuff that you can look at. But you can stake Crow. Um, there are benefits to Crow. Crow has real-world, instant, tangible benefits. Crow is our very first gateway. Uh, not our very first, but it's, it's certainly uh, a very predominant gateway between real-world and crypto and its applications and its use. So why I'm saying again with Crow is people are going to adopt it because it's easy. People that don't know anything about it are probably going to pick it up because it's, it makes sense. Uh, Also, if you um, stake with them, if you, in other words, if you put like 5,000, you lock five or sorry, $500 in to Crow, they'll give you a metal credit card um, that you can now use. So the Crow dollar now takes all of your cryptocurrencies and allows them to be credit card tappable to random regular stores. And it immediately has bonuses that allow you to pay uh, like your Netflix or or Spotify or whatever. It'll pay that like monthly. So there's a lot of gimmicky things to this coin that's going to draw a lot of attention. And to the standard average investor, you've got a coin right now that's sitting at around 45 $0.50, cents, right? Upon closer mass adoption, this coin's going to go two, three, four, five dollars 3 4 $5, hands down. Because of staking, because of real-word use, because of the fact that there's constantly going to be a, circ- a circulating, circulating supply of, uh, uh, of burnt tokens and uh, et cetera that take place, when people use the system. So there's going to be an influx of people going into crow and an influx of people using their crow to tap their credit cards, to buy things in real world dollars. It's constantly going to be changing. It's constantly going to be adding value to our society and it's only 50 cents. So I could go into detail on a ton of coins and maybe I will, maybe I'll do a coin episode. Um, But I love crypto and all of its capacity. Uh, (laughs) There's so much I could talk about on that. Uh, Mike M you asked the question about cryptos thank you for that it was a solid question Uh, I love crypto another one from Emily D Um, what books are you reading man I am reading almost everything I can get my hands on um, when it comes to uh, philosophy when it comes to even psychedelics Terrence McKenna and the psychedelic stuff is Phenomenal. Uh, the stories, the 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 realizations he puts down realizations in such a phenomenal world. Um, one of my all time favorite authors and philosophers, um, hands down, top two uh, are Alan Watts. Top two are both I, both of them. Jed McKenna and Alan Watts are my top two favorite authors. Jed McKenna doesn't have very many books, but he gets his message out real quick. Um, he's not for everybody, uh, but I strongly recommend anything by Jed McKenna. And everything by Alan Watts. Uh, if you're into philosophy, if you're into changing the way you choose to view what you're viewing. Um, man, two massive, beautiful eye-openers. Great question. Also, read anything. Anything you can read allows you to expand what you already know. Because every single thing that we think right now is based on the information that we have. So the only way to change that information, the only way to... to to change how we view what we view is to add new information. So never stop reading. Always take things in. Uh, Let's see here. Oh, this is a good one. Uh, This is the last question too. Uh, We're at 20 minutes now anyway. So who knows how long this will take. But um, (laughs) what do you think the likelihood of mole people is? Uh, This is asked by an anon man. So, so mole people is part and parcel with me. Mole people is like, do you want to believe in in, in hollow earth? Uh, I have a problem with hollow earth because I don't necessarily believe in, um, I, I, there's no observable curvature one way or the other. And there's a lot of people that say there is and that it curves up and that, the you know, because the horizon always meets you at your eye level, you're seeing the curvature, but you're seeing it reverse. You're seeing it come up. And I thought that's okay. That That's neat. It also makes sense that if a ball is spinning, you know, a spinning space ball, for example, as delivered to us, it's going to fling the water off. But if it's inverted, if we're on the inside, um, then the wall, the, then it's just going to stick to the walls. Uh, but at the same time, it's not going to stick to the walls because it would actually just pool in the middle, like in the game halo. When they've got that ring, that's how it would work. You know, typically you start spinning, you're going to create gravity that way. For it to be completely hollow and us on the inside, I don't know. There'd have to be pressure on all angles and it's not just spinning. So, I, you know, I couldn't figure that out. Mole people come from hollow earth. So, in other words, the earth is as it's delivered, except for there's an internal uh, layer to it. Um, mole people also come from Asgardian, hol- or not hollow earth, but Asgardian levels. So, in the Asgardian levels of, um, uh, I guess, lore or myth or whatever... There's the tree, right, and then there's um, Midgard, Sub-Earth, and this story runs through a lot, so it's the tree of, and, and we've also heard of the tree of life, we've heard of all this sort of stuff. Uh, Adam and Eve ate from um, the tree of knowledge, uh, so the idea being all of these platforms and plateaus are are off a tree, so there's Asgard, Midgard, uh, Lower Earth, I don't know them all because they change in every single story, depends on who you're asking, but that image of the tree with different realities and different realms is um, everywhere, so, mole people could come from that as well. Uh, mole people are also um, spoken of with regards to, like, prime example, uh, Operation High Jump um, was admirable. Bird, Admiral Bird, and he was in the Antarctic. He was in Arctic, etc. Who knows? So the idea of um, why they would call it Operation High Jump would imply that you got to a certain point and it was just a free fall down into something else. You're seeing things pop up like, um, uh, La Brea on television, so it's in the lore uh, that that there is this hollow earth or there's just this piece down there. So all of this, it's I mean, all of it's a possibility, right? The fact that you don't want to poo-poo it or be like screw, oh, look I, I worked that in twice. Um, I I don't uh, I I don't know, Man, mole people, sure they can exist. I've never seen them. People talk about reptilians as well in the same vein as mole people and. You know, I've I've said a thousand times that you know, the likelihood is that humanity isn't the top of the food chain that we've been deceived. Um, but if we're led to believe that, then we don't look for anything more, you know. Um, and you keep hearing stories about vampires in in it, we all know the story of vampires, and we all know the story of Epstein didn't kill himself with the kids and the island and the um, and the drinking of the blood, quote unquote, uh, adrenochrome and all that sort of stuff. All these stories are out there; they're constantly circling around. And if you and if, like, any one story is absurd. But if you start piecing them all together and you start realizing, you know, that a lot of this stuff that it's been put into our heads from a very young age, it's it's fascinating. Now, my personal take on it and where I am mentally with regards to hollow earth, flat earth and all that sort of stuff, and I've said this before, I, and I even said it earlier in this podcast, I firmly believe that we are in a metaverse. We are in another creation. So we are characters inside a creation, whether we're being controlled by somebody on the outside or we're just non-player characters, you know, just sort of background characters, like uh, they even talked about this uh, Ready Player, no, Ready Player One was one of them but the uh, Free Guy with uh, Ryan Reynolds that just came out talking about this and he becomes conscious and self-aware inside the game you know, so there's a lot of stuff out there, but for me personally, I think that this is a simulation, I think that there's no there's there's too many holes and too many stories and and too many possibilities to be anything other than simulation one thing that this isn't and this is one of the biggest things too if you believe that we live on a space ball and we're infinite nothingness floating around in infinite space for absolutely no reason and that there's no reason that we exist you're going to be depressed a lot of life isn't going to make sense to you and that's kind of the key that's kind of the goal if you if the people are low energy low vibrational if they're anxiety and depression and all that sort of stuff they're going to do dumb things like lots of drugs and drinking and stupid things and just keep themselves in low vibration. And if you can challenge that and change that and see a different side of that, then you raise your vibration. And when you raise your vibration and you help people raise their vibrations, then you're collectively raising the vibration of humanity. And once the once the vibration of humanity raises, there's a lot more that comes in. So that's another thing that I think is happening right now. A lot of people are making awarenesses. And the awareness has come from the, the, essentially the torture that's going on in the entire world. You know, There's so much chaos going on in the entire world that people are waking up left, right, and center. And we're going to cross what's called the 100th monkey. Um, the 100th monkey is a beautiful thing. If you have any interest in that, Google that because there's a million different explanations for it. But the best thing I can say with regards to the 100th monkey is once a certain amount of a populace comes to an idea, then it naturally flows over into the rest. And we're, um, we're embracing that right now. What was is no longer working. What's coming is uncertain. Um, but I'll tell you this right now. There are too many people out there that are filled with anxiety and that are depressed and that can't stand what's going on uh, without understanding that you know they can take back their power and they can take back their control just basically on how they view certain things. Which in and of itself is uh, an entire other show Um, but it's our recurring theme breaking depression breaking um, anxiety that's the whole purpose of what I'm doing and I love that Uh, and somehow ladies and gentlemen um, I just did a a 26 minute run-on sentence I barely took a breath for any of that but those are the questions Uh, those that's what's come up Um, While I am up here in the nation's capital, I love this. Uh, I am not sponsored by any of the people that I spoke about or anything like that. This was all just me off the cuff having a conversation with you. Uh, I hope you guys liked it. This was fun, and I hope to do a few more of these in the future. Um, So then, ladies and gentlemen, in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick up.